The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, everyone, we are live. Just playing with Omar. Come on, guys. Take it easy on Omar. He was late by, what, 12 seconds? <laughs> I'm like, last I checked, it was 12 o'clock when I showed up. Oh, see? Okay. Well, there was a cheap shot on my cheap shot on my end. Bad poop, bad poop. Uh, hey, guys and gals. Saturday, December 16th, 2023, our live preview of the Dolphins' Week 15 game against the New York Jets, a game that all of a sudden is a little bit worrisome and oh, 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 so big uh, in the playoff picture for the Dolphins. Man, you guys before, see my flyaways? Like, this is really getting embarrassing. Go ahead. I'm before just... we start, and I'm going to repeat this again, there are a lot more people who like this feature that we do, the little looking back and the shout-out to the jersey number, a lot more people who like it than don't. If the ratio goes the other way, we'll stop doing it. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting Yam says I'm getting hit with a late fine. I showed up on time, man. <laughs> Remember Brian Flores saying, "If you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late." You're right. If you're, late, you're forgotten. So Screw here we go. Brian Flores. Um, 64. I'm going to give a shout out to a former defensive tackle who the Dolphins signed as a free agent in 2002. Well, I'll have to admit, and I may know, I know players around the league. I knew, didn't know a whole lot about him. And he showed up in camp, and I'm like, man, that guy's built like a fridge. And started two years for the Dolphins, got hurt in the second game of the 2004 season. And the run defense, which had been fifth and fifth in his two years as a starter, went to 31st. Jamie Nails? And it was Jamie Nails was an offensive lineman. Come on. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm not paying it attention. wasn't a complete coincidence. I am talking about Larry Chester. Oh, that dude okay. was a run stopper. And to be fair, the Dolphins, one of the reasons they were 31st in run defense in 2004 is because their offense sucked so bad. This was the year Ricky bailed out on the team in training camp. They bounced between A.J. Feely and Jay Feeler at quarterback. So teams just ran the ball knowing that the Dolphin offense couldn't hurt them. And they had success once Larry Chester left. But in his two season in 2002 and 2003, the dude started every game and he balled out. Absolute hat tip to Larry Chester. All right, Larry Chester. Let's All right. rock and roll. You know, you know what? Um, somebody said that we should um experiment. We 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 used we used to do these openings and closings, and then it like completely just absolutely wiped away our profitability. Yeah. Um, and so we went just bare minimum. And thank you guys for continuing to support us, even though this has been a relatively bad week. We're, we're asking that you guys go check out the episodes, the Behind Enemy Lines, 
the, I know you were hurt. I know they hurt your feelings. I know you, you, you're struggling with what's going on with the team right now. The offensive line is in a crisis. Uh, yeah, damn, you're, you're, you're begging for Liam Eikenberg when a month ago you were like, please keep him off my line. And Devon Achan is hurt. Tyreek Hill is hurt. We get it. This It's a panic state. You're hurt. But we still need your support. We still, we still need our viewership. We still not need you to watch our episodes. At least give it a play. Um, we thank you for those who continue to support us. But, man, has this week been rough? We're like, goodness gracious, are you guys fair weather fans? The team struggles a little bit, you go ghost on them? Not not the people who are watching right now. Those yes. who are coming, coming, just come in when the going's good. Uh, quickly, OG Highway, because we love OG Highway. Uh, Travis Miner was one of the many backs they used in 2004. They actually traded a third-round pick to the Rams once Ricky Williams left for Lamar Gordon, who didn't pan out, got hurt, and then they used a bunch of guys, including Sammy Morris. Um, Did you know I covered Travis Miner when he was at Florida State? Yep. When he was supposed to be the next work done, and he was nothing ever close to work done. Um, nice, productive back, but I would argue to those who actually know their Florida State history, he wasn't nearly as good as day before, who got injured, suffered an ACL, and then really never got his career back on track. Maybe if they had the transfer portal back in those days, he probably would have went somewhere and turned into something pretty good. He was a he was like a Palm Bay or um, Palm. Uh, Palm Beach back that was by far better than than Travis Miner. But Travis Miner had a decent career and made it to the NFL. He just wasn't a very good player. No. Nope, he wasn't. I think they wound up trading him to the Eagles. Anyway, um, and it's interesting that I bring back this idea of 2004 and teams running against the Dolphins because uh, opponents didn't fear their offense. Well, that's kind of what was going on with the New York Jets earlier in the season now, lo and behold, apparently Zach Wilson has rediscovered how to play football. And well, it's, it's well, correct. That's the question. That is the question. Um, but yeah. as I said before, to me, I'm a lot more nervous about this game than I was after the Black Friday game when it was like Jets, Jets in week 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I used to give you a lecture about anybody can get you on any given Sunday or Monday or Thursday or Friday. And not, not Tuesday, and, Wednesday. Then somebody got you. Um, but it again, it took an extraordinary set of circumstances. And yes, I always understood that, and I always said that. That doesn't mean it's impossible, but it takes. Again, could anything I, I, more have gone wrong in those final four minutes? I, you know what, I actually want to propose this idea to you because I've been thinking about it, but have not said it on on these social media streets for the entire. Oh, my goodness gracious. Um, sorry. Yes, I use the word goodness gracious. I, I say goodness gracious. And then one day my daughter says goodness gracious. And um, we we were in the house. And we're like, where did she get that word from? I don't say that. I don't say that. Then I've caught myself saying goodness gracious one time. Um, let me propose this to you. If Miami didn't get that punt fumble return, I mean punt yeah recovery yeah then didn't get the fumble in on a bad pitch yep would that game have been i mean they were being outplayed by tennessee oh, absolutely so 
We can sit here and say, oh, they had a 14-point lead and they squandered it, which are all facts. But, like, Tennessee had gift-wrapped them 14 points. They hadn't really earned it, and they hadn't really done anything all game. And they kind you know. No, that's fair. And and so then Tennessee actually turned it on, and the Dolphins' defense couldn't stop them. And even though Vic Fangio said, you know, that was just something that we didn't expect because we'd been pretty good in our, our, our you know, closeout game defense all season. And we've been good in the four-minute offense all season. Well, okay, both didn't show up, and ultimately it led to an embarrassing loss. Um, but I would argue to you that Tennessee had outplayed them all game. I don't disagree with you. Uh, no, and, and the only Dolphin touchdown even before that was on the pick six. So, no, I don't disagree with that. And it was, and maybe I didn't phrase it correctly, that it was, an, it was a case of the Dolphins – Looked like crap the whole night, if we're going to be honest. Injuries obviously being a factor. And they were on the verge of getting away with it, comfortably no less. And then <laughs> Stealing one. Pretty much, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, for example, the Dolphins didn't look great against the Raiders. And I don't want to say they stole one or they got away with one, but kind of, sort of. Um, and in Tennessee, look like they're going to do it again. But, no, let's uh, let's uh, let's acknowledge and uh our friend Patrick here. Thank you very much, Patrick. Love you guys and all you do. Tough question. Why can't this team have a two-minute drill where the QB calls plays at the line and hurry up and move the ball down the field? Scheme, philosophy, QB capability, all three. Omar. I think they can run a two-minute offense. Um, I've seen Tua run a two-minute offense. He does that quite well in practice and training camp. Um, at the end of the half, that's why Mike McDaniel is usually ultra-aggressive. You give him 15, 50 seconds, he's going to try to score a touchdown. Um, that's a strength of Tua's. Uh, it, could it be a strength with four offensive linemen down? No. Could it be a strength with Tyreek Hill? Um, Sideline? Probably not. Um, would it help if Devon Achan was on the field and not battling a, turf in, a, a toe injury? I'm sure it would. But, you know, expecting perfection and this is something that that i'm a little bit uncomfortable with because like everybody else and probably even more so than than alan poupard i have put to his feet to the fire on the eagles loss that interception in scoring territory with the game on the line that's on him elite quarterbacks don't throw an interception in those situations i have put the kansas city loss at his feet um you know you fumble the ball and miss two open wide receivers with the game on the line, putting your team in position to win the game. I have, uh, you know, the Titans loss, I feel a little bit more challenged to say that, oh, you should have done it because you did have like 147. You did have a series of plays. All you need to do is get them in field goal territory. Elite quarterbacks make that drive. Like you're telling me, if Tom Brady's got the ball, if jo if if Patrick Mahomes has the ball, if uh, Josh Allen has the ball, and you give him 147 no timeouts, all they got to do is get you three. Um, you're shaking in your boots about what's potentially going to happen. It don't matter what defense that you're facing. Sure. I can acknowledge that Tua is not there yet. Um, will he get there this season? I don't know. Uh, do I believe that he has the potential to be that player? 
Absolutely. Would I feel a lot more confident if they had a semblance? Give me, give me a healthy Teron Armstead and a healthy Robert Jones, Robert Hunt, and and then a healthy Leon Eichenberg and Tyreek, even at 70%. I'll be confident about him doing what is needed to show that he can be an elite quarterback. But right now, with a center he's practiced with for all of one day, um, with a 70% Teron Armstead, with Robert Jones in the starting lineup, um, with Tyreek, a mystery, whether or not he plays, and even if he does play, he's going to be gimping around um, or, or serving as a decoy. Without Devon Achan, even though he's kind of cooled off recently, do I feel confident that he can be that quarterback right now, this minute? Eh, I don't know. So what I don't know. It, what, again, and you know, you know, in our in our pre in our pre show production meeting, if you want to call it that, I said, hey, hey, hey I I did threaten you. I oh, will go for it. Go for it. But if if you're if we're thinking about if some are thinking about giving QB1 a $15 million, $50 million a year contract because Probably. he's elite, these are the occasions. And hold on, let me finish. Um, point that needs to be made. We cannot be a prisoner of the moment because it, it didn't happen against Tennessee in what was an absolutely but ugly final drive because, again, there are too many completions down the middle of the field for five or six yards. You can't have those in a two-minute drill with, with no timeouts. If it's if you if you there's not a single wide receiver open, you're better off chucking that ball out of bounds than doing a check down for five yards in the middle of the field. That's number one. So in in terms of the quarterbacks, it's the totality always always the totality of the evidence. Okay, because because and you made a great point too. That two minute drill is not the end of the game. The Dolphins have absolutely killed it in two minute drills at the end of the half. Unless off the top of my head, I haven't even looked at the numbers. I think they've been very good at those. Um, and we can look at the Chargers game early in the season. That wasn't two minutes technically, but it was kind of a game-winning, game-losing situation, and the Dolphins got a touchdown. Again And against um, KC, didn't happen. There were two plays. Again, the confusion with Cedric Wilson. I'm still not 100% sure. Is it, is it completely on two? Is it on Wilson? Is it miscommunication? I'm still a little foggy on that, and nobody's ever going to tell us for sure Tua's going to say it's him. So what? Nobody, nobody's going to say that. Tua's going to say, of course Tua's going to say Tua's it. Tua's going to say it's him. That's what he does. Um, so, but but again, I don't want to like already prepare the excuses. Don't count on it, gang, because the Dolphins are shorthanded. Again, if that's if your QB1 is elite or is going to be elite in his fourth season as somebody who is of Jamaican descent or born in Jamaica, wears dreads, and has a beard with initials okay has said all along time to step up partner i don't disagree with you but you you always keep bringing up the money you're gonna give him the money no matter what because you are and because you have no choice because you have no alternative the alternative is is you sit on his contract for the next two years and don't tell me quarterbacks don't become available ever so there might not be a better alternative for 2024. Don't tell me that it, that can't happen in the in the offseason. They love him. They love him. I you know that. Then there's a difference between should and will. 
okay, maybe we, they play hardball with him like they did Christian Wilkins, and it all ultimately blows up in their face like it did Christian Wilkins. Um, you don't have to do the $200 million deal now. You you can technically make him play on the fifth-year option. Uh, what is it, $23 million? $23 million, and then you have the franchise tag the following year. Yeah. So they, I, I, I'm not dragging I mean, you make a respectable offer which in my opinion, a respectable offer. If Justin Herbert got it, Tua should get it. Um, Cause Herbert ain't doing nothing but getting his coach fired. Um, so it's his fault. It's, it's funny though. It's never right? his fault. It's never his fault. No, but it's always no, never his fault. My man, that's something that I've heard in, in, in South Florida too. It's never Herbert's fault and it's never Tua's fault. By the way, this is not me talking. This is not me. Look all around the national media and invariably it's basically the Chargers are a shit show, but they have an elite franchise quarterback, so it's an attractive place. That's not me saying that. That's they have a saying. franchise quarterback. He is not elite. Stop that. Okay. Stop. You. Okay. Go ahead. Stop. Stop. Go stop. Ahead. He ahead. is not elite. Where has he proven he is elite? Not in college, not in the NFL. We've already gone through this. Go ahead. Elite traits, not elite. We've already gone through this. He has rookie records. He has rookie records. He has the most passing. Hold on. Again, I can't make an <laughs> I make an argument and you poo poo it immediately. Uh, is, I mean, hey, he has not accomplished anything more than two has accomplished in his career. He's been to, he's been in the playoff game. So is Tua. He just hasn't played it. Tua has not played a playoff game. Herbert has. Okay, he he's played in a playoff game that he absolutely okay. I, man. We're not, we're not gonna turn this into Tua versus Herbert. I don't I don't even know what the point was. You're the one I think was mentioning oh, was next, you brought up record. the money again. You always bring up the money. Because Why are you, you always bring up the money? I am because because if the point is this if this is the guy the dolphins are gonna rock with long term. Are they not? Something uh, is I mean, he not? yeah. Do, do you think do you think in your real in your real mind that Mike McDaniel is going to say, you know what, that to a guy, he's OK, but I think I could find better or another out there or maybe I want to draft one. Do you think Mike McDaniel is going to do that? Not right yeah. now. Again, there's a difference between doing that and making taking the plunge. Right. Now. They don't need to take the plunge okay. if if the results are not there the rest of this season. There's no need to take that plunge right now. Okay. And to like shackle yourself. That's um, fair. And, and Ryan, what, what, Ryan, what are the, what are the results? What are Ryan, the results Ryan. that you need to see to make that plunge? What are the results? Playoff win? Okay. That's fair. Before, before I make the plunge. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Let's end that. Okay. Okay. I know how much you love quarterback talk. Uh, I love this, especially it shares his first name with my son. So Eric, Eric, thank you, thank you, thank you. That is so generous, and we appreciate it. Thank you. Very nice. Oh, no question, no question. Yeah. On for that, you get a question, Eric. Yeah, go ahead. Come back. Come back in the chat. Put a question. Here. Put a question uh, with it, Eric. Well, Grant, we need to make a deal, but let's be real. What other teams really offer the two of their last four games, four million plus, with all the QB vets hitting the market? Grant, here's the thing: they don't need to make a deal. He, they literally have him under control for the next two seasons, and that's the point I keep trying to make. Until the evidence is in that, that's a no doubt, without question, guy. And do you guy. think that they will 
realistically treat Tua with that hostile demeanor manner of not unless it, if it's not earned, yeah. I think they should. I don't know if they will. Oh, come on. You know this franchise's history. They gave it to Ryan Tannehill before he even deserved it. Excellent point. So they gonna do it. <laughs> um if especially if it financially benefits them. How sure. I don't sure. know. Uh, my thing is, it's and it's nothing personal. I'm going to put it out there for the 18th million time. It's nothing personal. Three years into the Tanner, Tannehill experiment, I was telling my wife, who is not a football person, that like Dolphins are never going to win anything big with this quarterback. I right. don't want to be in that situation. And for those who are point blank, steadfast, how dare I question that the Dolphins will be able to do that with Tua? I still need to see evidence because I haven't seen it yet. That's that's my entire that's my entire point on this. That's all. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be here six years late six years from now still talking about. But you will acknowledge he's a different quarterback than Ryan Tannehill. Oh, he's much better than Ryan Tannehill. But I don't want to be six years down the road saying, yeah, he was very very good, but could never really get to that that next level. Okay, and, and he couldn't get to that next level Ryan. because he had a concussion last year. He got past that. They, they lost four games. G- give me a break. He is still an elite quarterback right now. He's uh, not. You just. Whoa, whoa. Time out. Statistically, 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 statistically. Top five quarterbacks statistically. Her strictly on passer rating, which is nothing but strict numbers. And, hold on. And hold just on. about every statistical category. Come on, brother. Which He's, are pure. Hold on. Which are pure stats. We do not take into consideration anything else that helps the quarterback. If you look at QBR, QBR rating, which I know you hate, but that at the very least involves some analysis of what's going on. Other quarterbacks, and you roll, you're rolling your head because they're not favorable to Tua. That's no, why. I don't know where he are. Is it QBR? He's like 11th. He's like 11th in QBR. Okay, that's fair. I'd love, I would love to see the quarterbacks ahead of him. And and bring it up. Oh, I, I, will bring, you, I will bring it up. I, I know you are. I know you will. Just because one QBR is a piece of crap. Um, and passer rating Omar has zero zero nuance and distinction. And I'll give you. I will give you the the uh, the perfect example. Ryan Tannehill in 2018 against the Oakland Raiders did a little. They did the jet sweep in front of him. All he did was basically. Tossed the ball, 75-yard touchdown by Albert Wilson. That's one for one, 75 yards, one touchdown for, for Ryan Tannehill on his ledger. And that counts exactly the same as you throw a, a rope 70 yards, 60 yards. And other quarterbacks field. gets that padded plays too. Yes, Mike um, um, Adam Gates used to throw the ball at the goal line just so he could pad Ryan Tannehill's stats. I get it. I know it. I'm I'm aware. To, okay. to it. They, they they do the same thing for all quarterbacks, not just to uh, not just you don't think Josh Al, Josh Justin Herbert's got stat padding stats. He does. But, My, uh, but Omar, you're missing the point. What's the point? You're missing the point that you are like locked into passer rating above anything else. And I'm I, saying it's got its flaws, just like QBR has its flaws mm-hmm. because it involves personal evaluation of plays that any quarterback would have made or okay okay you know what the facts are the facts are he's still a top five quarterback for two years statistically in just in terms of he's also played with Tyree Kill statistically for two years and if you don't think Tyree Kill makes a big difference I don't know what to tell you do you like that would you like the list of the 10 
QBs ahead of him in QBR? I would, I would please. Okay, this is right from one through ten. Brock. It also includes, by the way, taking sacks, running the ball. Uh, it's got a penalty category here. Not quite sure what that means. Okay, so here it is. Number one, Brock Purdy, actually tied with Dak Prescott. Brock is back. Okay, those are the only two quarterbacks in the NFL right now with a pass rating higher. Oh, that's than that's correct. Pure okay. pass rating. Go ahead. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Yep. Okay, I'll give you that. Four, Patrick Mahomes. Okay, I'll give you that. Five, I won't even mention his name because he's we're not allowed to, to mention his name anymore on this on this podcast. Uh, Who's that? You talking about? Your, because he, well, he's getting he keeps getting coaches fired, so he sucks and he's got no business being five. But oh, be he's rated higher than two. Oh he's yeah, rated, okay, yeah, sure. Okay. Number six, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> okay, Kirk statistically was very highly rated. I think before he got hurt, he was like up there with two or one and two or something. Yes, he was seven, Matthew Stafford. By the way, Kirk Cousins is going to be a free agent this offseason, so it's going to be very interesting what happens with him. Um, who's the next one? But Kirk Cousins is another one of those dangerous quarterbacks where the numbers always look better than the actual work. Yes. It's, it's very weird. I I, um, I, w- I would put right now Tua Tungvaloa in the Kirk Cousins category of quarterbacks until he shows you that he's a, as it. Okay, that, that's fair. Uh, seven, Matthew Stafford. Eight, Jalen Hurts. Nine, Trevor Lawrence. Ten Lawrence better than Tua. I didn't say I didn't say better. This is the QBR rating. Higher rated than Tua. Yes, yes, okay, the sure. QBR. Ten right. Lamar Jackson, eleven Tua Tango Vailoa. Okay, uh, I, I I could haggle about one or two of those guys. Um, top ten passer in the NFL. I mean, uh, if you ask me to, if you said to me Tua is going to be a top ten passer in the NFL. By his fourth season, no matter how you split it or or categorize it, would you take that? I guarantee you, ninety to eighty percent, eighty percent of Dolphin fans would take that. Answer answering the question. What's the question? Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day. You're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If I told you when Tua was drafted that he'd be four years later, he'd be a top 10 quarterback in the NFL, would you take that? Would you accept that? Season's not over yet. If the season if the season ends in floppity floppity doodle, the answer then would be no. Okay. And and he's the only reason the season can end in floppity floppity doodle. You can't, you, 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 what, and, what? and he and he's and he's but he's the only reason his passer rating is so good. You can't have it both ways. Oh, okay. Just like you can't have it both ways when you get coaches fired and you're on your third, you're on your third coach because every time, even though you're so great, your team okay, sucks. Let me let's go back to my question that I asked you again. 
30, 30 NFL general managers outside of the Dolphins and Chargers. How many take Justin Herbert? How many take two or Tango Bailoa right now? <laughs> Nine out of ten, and you know why? Because everybody thinks that they can fix just what's broken. You know what's broken is he's got a crappy-ass team around him with horrible coach. Does that sound – hold on. Does that sound like, it. Hold on. Does that sound like something we heard about Tua in 2020 and 2021? Uh, oh, no. really, really, Omar? Come on now. Really? The line was bad. The run game was bad. The everything, coaching was everything, bad. Everything, everything yeah, yeah, was yeah, bad. Yeah. But that guy's got a 10,000-yard receiver and another one who's, who's very dynamic who's out for the season. Um, he's got one of the best running backs in the NFL, all-purpose backs in the NFL. You know how many they, – they said this on Thursday Night Football. Do you know how many snaps they've had together the last two seasons, Eckler, Williams, and Keenan Allen on the, in the game at the same time? No. Nine. This so season? No, no, and last season combined. Nine. So that's Eckler. all great they have that. And those guys – first of all, and those guys can't create separation and their offensive line is a joke. Again, we're not here to talk about uh, Justin Herbert – but you answered my my very own question here. So again, yeah, Tua Tua has become a very good quarterback. He still needs to do that, take that final step, which is be the man. So does Dak Prescott? At, well, without question, I never I didn't question. I, I've heard this before, and no offense, Orlando, love you, buddy, but that's stupid. Jeff George was a cancer everywhere he went. He was. You want to talk about competitor? He was at the University of Miami and transferred out because another quarterback was coming in and he didn't, didn't want to face a competition. So try again with that one. What? Were you going like this? Was that Jeff George? Was he at UM? He never played at UM because he because he bailed out. He went to Purdue. Who was and then the he quarterback? Won the, sorry, then he went to Illinois. Sorry. Who's sorry? The, who was the quarterback? Was that Steve Walsh time maybe? No. Is after Steve Walsh. Oh, I gotta look that up. That, I can't look it up. Trust me, I'm not making that up. Yeah. Oh, but okay. Orlando, you've redeemed yourself. Nova Scotia, Nova Scotia says I great salmon over there. I do like that Nova Scotia salmon. Some some locks. Yes. Uh, did everybody? Did Alan tell you that I got him a salmon today? Yesterday. No, but I, absolutely. Big props to Omar. This is was the day after putting on the Expos hat. I mean, we're. This is the, the bromance. The bromance is blossoming. Um, let me let me get to this, Mike. Mike Bass. Hey, Mike. Um, good, on, Mike. Follow, good follow on Twitter. Um, he says we need to make a deal with Tua to help avoid cap hell. I don't know about that. Um, I I don't know about that. Right now, he's up against the cap for twenty three. I believe. Let me let me look. Let me look. And even when you sign him to a multi year deal depending on what that signing bonus is. He's going to give you cap hell. Once he gets that big deal, he's going to put you in cap hell yep. no matter what. So I don't think you do it to avoid the cap hell. You do it because you want to send the message and reinsure to him that, hey, you are our quarterback, you are our franchise, and everybody else. Now, they're, no matter what they do, they're going to be in cap hell. So, you know, it, it's – it's inevitable. So just they're, they're going to have a lot of work to do to figure it out. So whether they do leave two on a fifth year option or sign them to a multi-year deal, they're still going to be in cap hell. So it, I don't think it's a factor. Um, I w- this is a good one. 
Omar just slid up. You have just made Omar's day. We we will now see. I, I'm I'm going to say this. I don't think Robbie Chosen is practicing well lately. Um, but I will firmly and am entrenched in my position that if Tyreek Hill does not play, Robbie Chosen will play and probably won't just play, but will start. And primarily because Robbie Chosen is the only receiver on the team. That will keep your offense consistently what it is in terms of stretching people horizontally and stretching people vertically. Um, and nobody else is going to do that. It's not Braxton Barrows. It's not River Craycraft. It's not um, Chase Claypool. It's not Cedric Wilson. So you're going to have to use him. Now, I'm not saying you're throwing him passes, but you're going to have to use him to stretch the field. So does he play on Sunday? I think he does. Now, who doesn't play? I have absolutely no idea. But you're going to have to make some hard decisions on that one. So you think Robbie and Tyreek play? Or, I'm sorry, from Tyreek. You might you might just be using Tyreek as a situational player, um, where Tyreek comes in as a decoy or Tyreek comes in to to run very specific plays. If you feel comfortable with him, you know you might not. On a high ankle, my concern is Tyreek probably can run really fast straight line but cannot cut so if you're gonna ask a guy to be cutting you might not want him on the field so all those comebacks that he runs that he's super wide open that's because he can cut on a dime and leave the leave the cornerbacks way down the field we don't know if he can cut like that on on that ankle so i can honestly tell you i haven't seen tyreek in a week and and by the way, I, I saw him on, on his wife's Instagram at the beach. I'm sure those are old pictures because, you know, they're trying to show everybody, hey, we're happily married. Ignore what's going on in the world. I said it. Yes, she, yes she it, it needed to be said. It needed to be said. Wait, wait a second. That's it it needed to be said. That's his podcast. And then you said what you said. Yeah. Um, will Tariq play? I think he damn sure will because this is his team. And you say no. I'm sorry, it's his team. Okay. Yes. Okay. I, I said what I said. Tyreek's team. It is. What, is, what did I ever say it wasn't Tyreek's team? Were you saying that the entire season? Yeah. I mean, really? Tua's a quarterback, but Tyreek, this is Tyreek's team. This is Tyreek, Tehran, and Raheem, and Tua, and Tyreek, Tehran, Raheem, Tua, and Christian Wilkins' team. It's their team. They call the shots. I'll throw in Jalen Ramsey, too. Okay, by the way, uh, this is us spitballing. There has been no diagnosis or any report that I've seen about Whether it, a high ankle sprain. Okay, Craig Erickson is Eric saying that. And first name Eric, same as my son's. I'm going to believe you. Uh, see, but it, it was – there you go. That That's the kind of competitor Jeff George was, so – I mean, look at don't don't judge him for that. Look at look at what's going on in college football right now. Yeah, correct. Right now, this was 1990 or 1989 or whatever. And this is not it's not just that. Just read up anything. And those of us who were old enough to have seen him, Jeff George had one of the worst reputations in terms of quarterbacks. Maybe even worse than Jay Cutler, who had a reputation as not being a good team guy. Cosa really? Cosa nostra really? Force camaraderie. 
Come on, really? What does that mean? That means that our our interaction is forced. Does it really look like it's forced? Come on now. Sometimes I like him. Sometimes I don't like him. Exactly. I'm, I'm sure he feels the exact same way. Oh, oh, but I do. Oh, he was very catty with me this morning in the text exchange. like And yesterday, too. And, and then you were like, okay, keep poking the bear, keep poking the bear. Yeah, and then I warned him, keep poking the bear, and I'm going to poke you on that podcast. I was about he, to knows, call you. he knows how I can poke him, too. I was about to call you Yogi. <laughs> what do we got there? Okay, uh, let's keep going. Here, here's one. I agree with Omar. More eye formation on the O-line and hit with Hill's injury. Man, listen, I, I remember training camp, for those who were here from the beginning, like I used to talk about plays and packages that I really liked um, that they haven't gotten to. Do you know what most of those packages are? The eye formation. And Mike McDaniel has no use for it. It's it's not even something that he's really interested in. Um, and that play action and that RPO game, RPO out the shot, RPO out the pistol, and the play action out out the eye formation. Tua could do it, and that that looks sexy. It looks sexy, but Mike ain't into it. And I get it. You got the number one offense. You call the shots. But I'm telling you, it works. And They've shown you that it works, but, you know, I don't know what they've got to do to convince him that, that that's the right approach. He always says it's opponent-based. Yeah, and, and, I'm not, and I'm not 100% sure that, that, how successful it would be. I, I honestly don't. What, as I've said all along, they need, they need to have some element of that where they can pound the rock when they need to pound the rock. That offense will always – what made this offense special was Tyreek and the speed. Pure, mm-hmm. simple, point blank. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if Tari doesn't play, then you go to something else. And even the running game, when it's most effective, it's what? It's it's misdirection. It's stretching the field. Yeah, because that's, that's how you get big chunk yardage. But I'm talking about sustained drives. Their four-minute offense, that thing is good. And that thing is eye formation. Their pistol work, it's effective. They just don't use it. And ain't been good lately, and ain't been good lately my man. They couldn't close out the game against the Raiders. They couldn't close out the game against the Titans in the four-minute offense. They had remember they had to give the Raiders the ball and then took Jalen Ramsey with the pick in the end zone to bail him out. So um okay. James, thank you, partner. What's up with McDaniel's horrific challenge record costing valuable timeouts? Who is sending him info from the booth that their wise challenges? That's a great question. And he he even mocks himself as a challenge. I know. Uh, what's the one they had one last week? What was the one that you challenged? I can't remember. I don't somebody, remember. But somebody I, will remember. They yeah. are, however, they are, they do, however, completely kick ass in terms of coin tosses. They're twelve. Did you know they were? Did you know they were eleven and two? No, I did not. Tosses? They haven't lost a coin toss since the home opener against Denver in week three. Ten game winning streak on. This coin is tosses. information that Poupard stores in his brain. No, I look it up, purpose. dude. I look it up. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> or better yet, looks it up, and I have no idea why. Because it just dawned on me, like it's every single time, it's like, okay, Dolphins win the coin toss, defer. Dolphins. So I was like, man. So I went and looked. What is what's their record? Could they? And that's some some sickle. Um. Somebody asked me very, very, very. This is very hurtful, by the way. I got to bring it up. Hold on. This was very hurtful. Where is it? Hold on. 
two people actually have this. Here we go. Jerome Ichokwan. How come I've never heard of the Montreal Expos? Wow, that hurts. You're that hurts really young. Exactly. Um, you want to go ahead and try it, Omar? No, go. No, you go ahead. I don't know the history of it. Montreal I, Expos were a professional and major league baseball team that operated from 1969 until it moved to Washington, where it became the Washington Nationals after being taken over by Major League Baseball. After it was uh, dumped by the, the former owner of the Miami Marlins, Jeffrey Loria. Um, and then, so now it's become the, the Washington Nationals. This was circa the early 1990s that, that hat, they started with a pin, pinwheel hat, which is, shockingly enough, this may be, here we go. This was their original hat. And yes, I have it for props right here. Why is it not showing up? Because why? Oh, you just just that bad green screen. So anyway, let's go, go back to the other one. So anyway, um, that's who the Montreal Expos are. Why couldn't you keep your team? You wouldn't give them a new stadium? What was the situation? It was money. They had the best record in baseball in 1994. The players went on strike August 11th, maybe it was. That's how that horrible date is etched in my memory uh, for a new collective bargaining agreement. And once they resume, they cancel the rest of the season. Once they, they resume play, they loosen the rules for free agency and Montreal did not have the financial resources to compete with other teams, despite drawing very well. And then all of a sudden all their good players wound up leaving as free agents. The team started struggling because of it. Jeffrey Loria bought it. More financial problems. He wound up selling it to Major League Baseball to buy the Marlins. Major League Baseball took ownership of it and eventually moved it to Washington in, in 2005. So, And as somebody who was born and raised in Montreal, obviously they were very near and dear to my heart. Hence the hat. Plus, this is an ode to all cities that have had professional sports franchises yanked from them. Because they didn't do what it took to maintain them. I mean, there is some, I, I'm a believer that if you do want professional sports teams, you're going to have to give these billionaires some subsidies and public assistance. And what is that right? I, do you want to, you either want to keep your team or you don't. I mean, these are the for, choices for example, Miami, do we not have as as somebody who pays taxes and you know i and my and i we give public subsidies to every single sports team and i don't even support the mls team but you know what i do support the public subsidy because if you want major league sports in your city these are the things you're going to have to do otherwise you're going to lose them what yeah while owners keep putting money in their pockets Jack absolutely owners and, and players and yes but you either want the team or you don't and well, well, Vegas, you, you don't think when, when the Marlins were shaken down for their stadium, um, you don't think that they were going to pick up and go to Vegas to San Antonio? Because they damn sure would have. No, now, I, don't, I don't know if they would have. And anyway, I, I, dude, let's not get into this conversation because, by the way, you want to push my buttons, piss me off because Jeffrey Loria and David Sampson, who, who literally refused to show his – kept pleading poverty and refused to open his books to prove his case. And then after the fact – was telling was caught on on a microphone in a Miami Chamber of Commerce meeting, laughing about how he snookered everybody. So, no, 
No, no, no. Whoa, Ethan Bonner being elevated. Hold on. Somebody just said they announced this. Let me look. Mm, Ethan Bonner, the cornerback. So why is there a cornerback crisis? Because Nick Needham is needs to be moved to safety? X, or X, maybe. Let's confirm this. Or X, maybe. Ethan Bonner. I actually have an Ethan Bonner interview that I'll probably have to drudge up from the one time we were allowed to talk to a practice squad player. I don't have it on. I don't have it. Yeah, but, I don't have that 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 notification either. So uh, I don't know where you got that, Jesse. I'm not saying it's not real, but correct. Ethan Bonner's not a safety. The streets. Cam, Cam yeah, Wolf. but you know what? It it could make sense because Nick Needham is going to have to play. If if Javon Holland doesn't play safety, Nick Needham has to play safety. And so then your nickel instead of Justin Bethel or Eli Apple. Okay. I mean, ooh. What, 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 what? Damn, Ethan, Eli, Eli Apple could be cut today. Wow. Oh, well, that could never happen. No, no, we, you and I have discussed this, and I said they would never, ever, 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 ever. Wait a second. I did say he's, he was on the way. Wow. That could explain it if this does happen. Ethan, yeah, because if you're going to elevate Chris Brooks, um, it would have to be for uh, Eli Apple. And Eli Apple could go find work with a playoff team for the final month of the season, okay. and somebody will in, somebody will take over the guaranteed money that you've committed to him. So okay, let's get this notification. There we go. Hi, Kurt. Comment. Uh, this comes from um, Cam Wolf is reporting. Ethan correct, Bond. and, and uh, Cam Cam so, knows, so I wouldn't. I don't think it's it's a fact. So um, yeah, that's dope. Ethan Bonner, look at that. I'm gonna have to find my Ethan Bonner interview. No, anyway, Smythe and Hill get more involved in the passing game like the matchup against the Jets linebackers. Well, they can't be less involved in the passing game. Oops, did I say that out loud? Um, wow, let's think this out here. Damn. What? That means you're definitely going to be playing Nick, Nick Needham at safety. That means you're worried about um, – you're worried about uh, the hip – for Xavier. Oh, okay, okay. There we go. X. That means. Uh oh, uh oh. Does that mean that that Adam Beasley's column is coming to fruition and they're benching Kader Kohu? Oh, actually, you know what? Because yeah. remember when training camp, Ethan uh, Ethan Bonner played diamond nickel. Remember that? Whoa. Nah, they're not benching Cater. They're not. Nobody did have the rough game, even though Vic. Vic he had a rough. He had a rough game. He Vic had a had, Vic had his back. Vic was not pointing the finger at. Anyone. I know, but he had a rough game. Oh, he did. Mm. This is interesting. You're 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 seeing people spitball reasons why things happen live. So that means we're on Eli Apple Watch at four o'clock because they might have to activate him. If you're not playing Devon, you're going to have to activate Chris Brooks and you're going to have to find a roster spot for him. By Poupard standard, that roster spot either comes from your wide receiver chosen, Robbie chosen, who I'm saying starts and poop is not going to deny that because he's going to deny what that, that, he that Robbie chosen. Yeah. The possibility, the likelihood. And when I say start, I mean actually play in the base package. Okay. Because my guess is they're going to open either with three wides or two tight ends. I mean, I. 
Yeah, I mean, when I say start, I mean play in the base package. Um, hmm. Ethan Bonner. Oh, well, here's a good one here. We're talking all the cornerbacks on the roster. I never mentioned Cam Smith once. Paul, I, Paul, I think the Fangio trusts Cam Smith about as far as he can throw him. Um, no, that's not fair. I think I, think I said Ethan, what I said. Sorry. He's not Ethan Bonner is not better than Cam Smith. He's not. Come on, don't don't do that. So why the need when you also we also have Justin Bethel? Because because Ethan plays Ethan plays dime and nickel, and if Nick moves to safety, you're missing a dime and a nickel. Cam Smith cannot play dime and nickel. Cam Smith only plays boundary. And Ethan Justin Bethel plays Justin Bethel plays nickel and dime, and he hasn't been used lately. Well, I I don't know special teams, but Cam only plays boundary. He's not playing dime and nickel. I don't disagree with you there. So it there makes sense if when you move Nick to safety, your diamond nickel is open and vacant. So, you know, you these are the conversations that they have to decide on 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 Saturday. Plus, don't act like you don't need special teams help. Don't act like it, especially when Brandon is playing base defense. When now um, Elijah, <laughs> what 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 you laughing at? Go look look on the screen. Good one, Noel. <laughs> that's great. Okay, that's cute. Come on, that's yeah. cute. <laughs> Matt Scorer should be activated too because they're going to need a backup safety. Center. Center, yeah. Unless Liam is going to be playing. Play. And you can find a story on Liam Eikenberg on the website, alldolphins.com, where, you know, if take your question down there, sure, okay. where you can find all your information all your coverage, no longer a need to pay those ridiculous $20 a month subscriptions. Cancel it off your credit card because we give you all Dolphins coverage for free. Um, whew, So Chris Brooks probably going to be elevated. If that happens, then we know that A-Chan is not playing. Chris Brooks also helps you on special teams. Eli Apple is probably on the cut watch just because they need a roster spot for Chris Brooks, and I can't find it anywhere else other than Eli Apple. <laughs> Robbie Chosen. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Had to be done. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not messing with you. Oh, you know what? Come um, on, give, give me some props for the joke. That was, that was Tyler Croft. Tyler Croft. You're gonna keep only two tight ends on the roster. Although, I mean, he's not. He's not. You do have one on practice squad, though. Two on practice squad. Uh, Nick Bowers and who's the other one? Connor, uh, Tanner Connor. Oh, Tanner Connor. I'll... But I don't think I think Tanner Connor might be out of elevations. Yes, he is. Mm. Yes, he is. Interesting. Mm-mm-mm. So we we uh, I mean this this Ethan Bonner can be mainly special teams because now you got Elijah Elijah elevated into a starting role. You're gonna need special teams help. So that that's where it makes sense. Well, Elijah's playing special teams if Javon Holland can't go again. Otherwise, it's going to be Brandon Jones and Javon Holland. Yes, but if Holland can't go, then Elijah's a starting safety, and he needs to be taken off or phased down on special teams. So. Um, oh, here's another one. Another one with what? Hmm. Any way to move? <laughs> Would he move Ramsey to, Ramsey to safety? No, 
they're not interested what? in that. No, but it's not it's not the craziest idea ever. And he's not the craziest some, idea, but they're not gonna do it. He's played some of that. I, I thought Cheetah don't get hurt. Oh yeah. Cheetah don't get hurt. No, unfortunately. So you're saying this matchup against the Jets is our Super Bowl? Uh it's, it's certainly an elimination game. It is absolutely an elimination game, like uh that Mike McDaniel has been talking about. You win this game, you strengthen your chances of winning the AFC East, strengthen your chances of having home field advantage in the playoffs. Um, you lose this game, you weaken those chances, and then you open it up, open up Pandora's box, which means the season finale against Buffalo is likely winner take all. And do you really want that? Yeah, and yeah, the two games tomorrow, the, the the Jets, Dolphins, and then Bills, Cowboys. If those both go the right way, you might as well put a check mark on in the division title. If they both go the wrong way, yeah, lemon with Omar, it becomes yeah, week 18 is going to be fair. I got to pat myself on the back. Jerome, thank you, partner. You said my last name like you know me. Great job, sir. How, how did you say his last name? Ichokwan. Ichokwan. Damn. Boss move by you. Well, this is where the, the advantage of speaking French is my first language, English a second language, married to a woman of Cuban and Dominican descent. So got a little bit of everything in there right now. Uh, what? This is a good one. How much different is it for QB when he starts with a backup O-line versus having backups come in mid-game from injured starters? Boom. Thank what you. Are you. What are you booming? Because one of the great <clears throat> frustration I've had in the entire discussion, the whole Teddy Bridgewater debate, and by the way, it's a very cool story circulating now as you roll, you proceed to roll. I, you know you know how much I love it when you do that. Uh, <clears throat> great story about how he's going to retire after this season to become a high school coach uh, and how much vitriol there was directed in his, his way because of last year. It's very, it's never, ever mentioned the fact that he never started and finished a game. Not once. And again, and the other thing also, do you know the Dolphins had only one non-tour game last year in the regular season, started and finished by the same quarterback, and they won that game. So, uh, yes, a how much difference if the QB starts backup alignment versus backups come in mid-game for injured starters? If you're talking, yeah, it's it's disruptive. Any kind of disruption like that is is damaging to an offense and the ability to operate smoothly without question. Yeah, Liam Meikenberg had to take like 10 practice snaps with Tua before he actually had to snap the ball. It's 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 tremendously challenging. Robert Hunt probably played the worst game of his career last last week and that's cuz he's coming into the game just absolutely fresh. Robert Jones. Sorry. I was going to say, whoa. Too many Roberts at right guard. Uh, well, at least they don't have four Joneses on the roster like they used to not too long ago. They had Brandon, Robert, Benito, and then somebody else. I forget who. Um, I, I think it's, it's one, having Teron Armstead out there at left tackle, even if he's at 70%, it's going to be a stabilizing presence for them. Um, that way they can slide their protections all, all throughout the rest of the line. So um, that's a help. You couldn't do that with Lee, with Kendall Lamb. 
And then Kendall Lamb is also going to be needed because um, Austin Jackson's battling the oblique back issue, which, you know, we saw how that impacted um, Jalen Phillips before he suffered his Achilles injury. So that that's a tricky situation. So uh, the, the offensive line, they are without a doubt at a crisis point. So. Uh, Cap for life, second-ranked rushing attack versus a Jets team giving up 130 on the ground. Here's the thing, and I, I mentioned that earlier. Understand that a lot of the yardage giving up by the Jets on the ground, not all of it, but some of it, is a is a result of their defense having worn down because their offense was so dysfunctional for the good chunk of the season where it's three and out, three and out, three and out, and the defense goes back on the field all over and over again happened second half against the dolphins second half against buffalo uh and those are just off off the top of my head so while their run defense is not nearly as good as their pass defense that's a factor so i don't think i would just go look strictly at the number and say bad bad run defense go ahead omar something's making you laugh no that is true i i've heard you make that argument and i i totally agree with you on on that and that accord Damn it, I don't have my mints either. I can't do it. Oh, you writing a story? Um, promoting a story, all oh. dolphin story. There you go. Uh, somebody was asking, not that it not necessarily for dolphin implications, but who do we think's winning the Minnesota at Cincinnati game? I don't know. I don't even know who's starting at quarterback for you. Go on. It's uh, Jake Browning against Nick Mullins. I, I think to me it's Cincinnati and pretty pretty solidly, but do not hold me to it. Interesting. And then in terms of rooting interest, the only one that matches two AFC teams because the Saturday night game is uh, Denver at Detroit. So obviously we're rooting for the Lions. Four o'clock is Pittsburgh at Indy. Is Indy still in the playoff mix? They're both seven and five. Okay. Uh, Gardner, Min- Gardner Minshew against, I don't know if Kenny Pickett's back. I think Pittsburgh has a tougher season-ending schedule than Indy does, so I guess go Steelers. You know, you know, um, um, Mike Tomlin is going to get himself a winning season. So, of course, he is, and, and I totally respect that. Oh. The question is, is that winning season going to get him in the playoffs? No, but that's another team that had they had any kind of, you know, any kind of. Offensive production for most of the year, they they they'd be a da- not only a playoff team but a dangerous playoff team because they're <laughs> their their defense is for real. I like this one here from Noel again. Say Bridgewater or neck pain and watch Omar spin. <laughs> it's true. I need a good massage. Oh, tightness. Uh, I'm working it out in Pilates. Yeah, and I need to start playing tennis again. So, um, yeah. I could get you on the Joe Rose circuit if you want. You you, you want to get whooped? I pl- I beat Joe Rose, so I don't know what you're talking about. Who else? What? Is on- you could beat Joe. Who else is on the Joe Rose circuit? I don't know. I guess Harvey Fialkov. You can you beat Joe for real? Yes. No respect. No respect. Damn, you must be good then. Okay, dude, I'm a jock. I've I've not told you that before. All right. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to check on that on Monday. Okay. By all means. Yeah. By all yeah, means. I, I, played, I, I played Harvey many times as well. Uh, Harvey sucks. Harvey's better than Joe, actually. No, he's, 
When he was right, yes, Harvey was better than Joe. Wow. And I haven't played either in, in a while, but yeah. Okay. Okay. You got to get back to playing. Um, Looking I, love, I love um, racquetball. I just haven't played because I, I had knee issues. And um, basically, a doctor told me to get off the court 10 years ago. And I did, but I missed the game. And it's a great way to stay stay fit. Yeah, and I, I liked racquetball, but I, I was doing it while playing tennis. And it completely, the swing is completely different. And it was completely messing up my game. Rapture, our O-line is a shell of what we had in the beginning of the season, not looking good. And with that, I will encourage Omar to go ahead and put our alldolphins.com thing because I wrote literally a, oh, a big picture view of the injury situation on the offensive line compared it to the past eight years since the unicorns. Omar, the, I made the unicorns my starting point just for you. Okay. Uh, a Chris Forrester creation, as is Butch Barry. Well, let, let's not pretend they didn't have four first-round picks on the offensive line. Plus, oh, but it was still the outside zone that was benefit inside zone too. They had a phenomenal line that year. Yes, so. they had four first-round picks, plus a guy who had made the Pro Bowl before. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they didn't become that until – the bloodshedding of Billy Turner, Jamal you know Douglas, why? and Dallas Thomas. And Jamil Douglas. Yeah, I said Jamil Douglas. Okay, sorry. Uh, yeah, because of injuries. Pouncey had missed some time. Remember Laramie Tunsil? I think I'd slipped in a shower or something. Missed a game early in the season. Do you remember that? Yes, I think that was the I think that was the day that uh, Billy Turner had to play left tackle and, and really sucked at it. No, he wasn't playing left tackle because Laramie Tunsil was not left tackle then. Correct. I don't remember. Yeah. Correct. But, I do remember yeah. slipping in the shower. Yeah. Sprained his ankle, missed a game. Um, so, anyway, I, I looked at the past eight years in terms of how many different starting offensive linemen they had, the number of starts they got from their either opening opening day starting line or the, or the real off, uh, start. So, you can do the comparison. Um, I didn't have time to do the research for every team around the league. I know off the top of my head, the Jets also have major issues. Jets on are on their 10th offensive line combination yeah. as well. Uh, and the Cleveland Browns have, have lost three tackle. Their top three tackles are on IR. So mm. again, just to make the point that it's been bad. The problem is, is right now it's just accumulating on the offensive line, but I don't know that's crazier than usual. Philip asked, will Mike ever argue bad call penalties in games? It's just not his personality. You don't, you're not getting a call overturned anyway. Yeah, it's just on his personality. And he's given us a lecture on that, like, why cry over something that can't be undone? Why why use your energy in, in that way? Why cry over a spilled flag? Yeah. Spilled milk, spilled flag, sorry. Uh, David Rome recording says, how long did it take Drew Brees to get to Super Bowl level? I believe it was he got there in his sixth season, sixth or seventh season, um, and he became well, he, made his, he made his first Pro Bowl in his fourth season. Yes, but he became an upper echelon quarterback in his fifth season, which was his first year with Sean Payton, and they didn't win the championship until season seven, season eight in in New Orleans system. And truthfully speaking, he never got back to elite status after that. He just lived off his reputation. What are you talking about? Drew Brees? Dude, he was he was second in the AP MVP voting in 2000. I'm, I'm looking at his bio page here. This is not stuff I know off the top of my head, but 
once a question was asked. 2018, second in the AP MVP voting. Okay. Tua might be second right now. In the MVP voting? Come on, man. Really? Are we serious with it? You mean on the Dolphins? Yes, you're absolutely on the Dolphins roster. When Tua has a strong finish in December, he's going to rise up those MVP rankings. Then we'll talk. Where do you think he is now? Fifth, sixth. By the way, conversation. According to the betting odds, well, there was a column written this week. No, I'm not going to go there. Uh, According to betting odds, actually, it's the first time that I saw uh, the betting odds actually have Tyreek higher than Tua this week. That's the first time I've seen it all year. I think that started like last week or the week before that. But, yes, when when that whole narrative about Tyreek, should Tyreek be MVP, and people started really betting it because it was gave him a ridiculous opportunity. Uh, now they realize they flushed that money down the drain because he's not becoming MVP unless he gets 2000. And right now, if he doesn't play, I think if he gets 1987, I think he, he, he might, he might get him again combined. You think it's that arbitrary that if it's yes. not, if it's two, see, and yes. I don't, but it's, see, I don't. And to me, and by the way, I, I will apologize. You were correct. It was last week. And then, but to me, it's not that, that arbitrary. Close to the record, close to 2000, plus obviously Dolphin team success. Mm-hmm. Oh. Run the ball type weather tomorrow. It's it's supposed to be very windy. The rain's supposed to stop right like around noonish. Supposedly. Uh, well, no, correct. Uh, but wind of like 14 miles an hour with gusts up to 32 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I don't uh-huh. understand this one. What's that? Thanks for the content. Shout out to my 11-year-old Roman. Okay. Shout out, Roman. Hey, hey Roman. What up? 11-year-old, man. That's a cool age, especially for a boy. And by the way, here's the thing I would say. If in, it's indeed run-the-ball type weather, I think that favors the Dolphins because despite what I said earlier about the Jets' run defense, the Dolphins clearly have a better run defense than the Jets. Uh, and – for the most part, have a better running game. The Jets have not run the ball well for most of the season, although Brees Hall's had a couple of decent games. Toby asked, Rich Eisen or or Tua in the 40, who you got? That's Come on, man. Tua, you saw Tua put on that speed for that first down run against the Titans. You saw it. You saw it. <laughs> Come Don't on. deny it. Uh, Tua's not fast, but you know, that's funny. Uh, EJ, gentlemen, should the wins not convincingly crush the Jets with any subsequent adjustments be unattainable? Man, just win. Don't win. don't convincingly do nothing. Just just win. Just win. Yep. Doesn't have there no no more. There's no style points. And again, they're going to be shorthanded in terms of injuries. And even if they're even if some players might play while not at a hundred percent, so the adjustments are going to be. Players coming back and players getting getting healthy. Those are the adjustments they need. I, I figured you like this one. I love the part. He always speaks the truth and mostly agrees with all his points. Oh, See? Jose. Yeah, suck up to him, Jose. He like come that. on, no, come on. Mm-hmm. Hold on, I, I, this one was funny actually. Sal, to a lack of speed hurts. It doesn't. He's not a running quarterback. He's not a scrambling quarterback. He's a pocket quarterback. And I don't want my quarterback doing anything but scrambling for a first down once a game. That's it. Yeah, it, it's lack of speed is completely, completely irrelevant, personally. <sighs> Shout out to Gene over here. 
Hit the like button, everyone. Yeah, hit the like button. Thank you. It helps our algorithm, as does everything. It's been a very difficult week for us. Sad face. Yeah. Omar, you can have this one. Uh, 9-11 Lemonade. Nick Hicks said they worked on Tua's rushing over the summer. I remember. Okay. Tua can run. Tua can scramble. Tua's not, Tua's not slow. Tua's not slow. Tua's not fat. Like, people need to stop. <laughs> like He's thick. He ain't fat. He's thick. But that's... He's got functional mobility where he can scramble and gain first downs. Scrambling. Yes. He's not Lamar Jackson. He's not Jalen Hurts. You he's saw not... him last year bowl over a defend a cornerback or something. Yeah, a cornerback, yeah. Yeah, I mean, cornerbacks can get it too. <laughs> to our Dan Marino 40, who would win? Wow, what is this with the, the Tua bashing on the speed? I don't know. Right, stop it, people. Tua is perfectly perfectly fine in terms of this in terms of his mobility. Max from Montreal. Thank you. Max from Montreal. We appreciate you, Max. Go Since ahead. Pronounce, pronounce that, Omar. Huh? Pronounce that. Merci les boys. Merci les boys. There you go. What does that mean? Thank thank you, fellas. Okay. Let's say it again. Merci les boys. Merci les boys. There you go. So of boys is fellas. Boys is actually no no no. Les gars. Merci les, les... oh merci les... no no boys is actually it's it's no that's a that's the English word. Okay. But it, right. in the way it's used, if you say les boys, literally it would mean the boys. But the way it's phrased, it's more like fellas. If that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> you're, giving me, you're giving me the look my wife gives me when I try to teach her some French. Like, yeah, whatever. Uh, this is Omar always has something negative to say, of course, um, or always plays devil's advocate. Um, I do neither. And your opinion of me is based on your perspective or what you hear or what you latch on to. But it is what it is. And those who say that about me, I, when they say always, I'm always negative, I say, no, I'm not. <laughs> that's my that's my line here. Preston, watching from San Antonio, win for Sante's 13. Happy birthday, Tay. Happy birthday, Tay. Cousins to the Jets. What are you talking about? The, the Jets have their quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. He's, Cousins ain't playing for the Jets. Kirk Cousins is going to be playing somewhere, but it's not going to be for the Jets. Yeah, it's interesting wondering where he might wind up him and Tannehill. our what him and Tannehill. you think Tannehill's done nah he'll be back up somewhere you think so you think he's gonna be a starter Tannehill can beat some mediocre starter out oh oh, oh no yeah yeah I, I actually said it before atlanta yeah, yeah, yeah. That's United good. Arthur Smith. But Kirk Cousins could go to Atlanta. Not, not that I would. Well, this team they run, they 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 want to run like it's a heavy, it's a red heavy run offense with play action. That's right. That's Tannehill's fourth. Hey, if that coach is still going to be around, dude, they might win the division. They might win that crappy ass division. Hmm. They might. I mean, it's brutal. Uh, well, you guys made me want some Sam Nova Scotia salmon. I I feel like. You you guys are peer pressuring me. I do. I've I've been I've been really craving like well cooked fish, and I'm not a well cooked fish cooker, so it's like I gotta go find some place that makes like a good well cooked fish. But 
I only really like eating at mom and pop shops or hole in the walls because I think that's where you get the best food. So I'm I'm gonna be scouring South Florida to find a good place for fish. I got one for you here. That's to make it home. Uh, Costco has a very nice uh, wild caught Alaskan salmon marinated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've cooked that. I, I like it. I like it, but I don't want salmon. I don't want salmon. I had salmon yesterday, thanks to the dolphins. Thought we were, I, I want and I we were friends. You're right. It's all. It's all fake. It's all an act. Sorry. You can you can eat salmon every day. I cannot. I love salmon. I love salmon. I know, I and, and that Costco salmon is very delicious. It is without a doubt. Costco salmon with rice, cauliflower, and some veggies. You mixed up. Yeah, because you're off. You're you're on you're on that uh, Atkins. Keto. Keto. Oh, sorry, keto. I, what is Atkins? I can't remember. I have I had no idea. I don't know the name of it. Um, it's basically. It's actually what one my doctors had suggested many years ago that I didn't particularly do is it's called a white diet basically just nothing white potatoes rice bread um i'm on that yeah i've been doing that my whole life i don't eat anything i generally don't eat anything white except for white rice um yeah, and that one goes and I, but i'm caribbean as well so rice is hard but i just honestly i haven't been eating lately so i've lost a lot of weight um drew how much of a percentage does youtube take of donations and gifts too much <laughs> 30%. And just to answer your question, 30%. It's, it's, but you know what? Hey, it is what it is. It's part of the game. And YouTube treats us a lot better than audio does. So um, just giving you guys some, some real perspective. Like if you think you want to do a podcast and that's great, because um, there's a young lady who just started doing a podcast for Dolphins Talk, I believe. I can't remember her name. Uh, I feel bad. Her name. How can you not remember her name? You want me, you want me to I, say I do, I do. I do. Mar Marissa Marino. And she's very she's very talented. I know. Um, last, name, last name of Marino, like doing a Dolphin podcast. Yeah. I know. This, this, is, this is her follow right here. I'm, oh, I'm actually, it's weird that I'm promoting. But I actually. Well, I say, Marissa, by the way, you owe us some money for, for the free promotion here. I, I like I like her work. I like her take. I like her perspective because I, I like a female's perspective in sports. Um, I think it's refreshing. Um, and I've grown up around women who know sports like better than a lot of guys like Miko, who I did a podcast with um, that she that's up um, on YouTube. I tweeted out earlier. I'll tweet it out again after this. Miko knows sport. Miko knows sports better than ninety five percent of the men in the world. Um, so I hate the perspective that women don't know sports. So, um, but to to one to make money on YouTube, you got to get a hell of a lot of um, views. I forget what the threshold is. Poupard probably knows because he's a he's he's amazing at knowing numbers. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> How's you, that for letting you down? You, you got to have like like a hundred. I can't remember what the hours were of viewing hours, but it's it's a ridiculous threshold. But once you pass it, it's pretty good as long as you don't put openings and closings in it. There you go. Okay, Emerson, when are you guys taking this show on the road? Uh, what, what do you have in mind, Emerson? Uh, we did we did take the show on the road when Houston. we were in Houston. Yeah, uh, if the Dolphins. Wind up in the Super Bowl. We'll take the show on the road. Uh, playoffs? 
Playoffs. Playoffs. Yeah, no. No. She's like, no. no. He's like, I'm not going to Kansas City. Uh, no. <laughs> okay, what else do we have here so we can think we're getting to close to that time? We'll go ahead. No, right, Omar, sorry, and Dolphin Thirsty Show, Marissa Marino. Correct. Uh, I think I'm going to do it, bro. I'm looking. I'm looking. Can yep, we're both looking at. Um, can I get an explanation on what they are? What is that? The what, what can I get an explanation on what they are, please? I don't know. It, that's your. On what? What are? I don't know. Um, Go ahead, Jerome. Follow up on there. Why isn't Alec Ingle more involved in the passing game this year? That's a good question. I don't know. And I think he's a I think he's a pretty good pass catcher, and I think he's a pretty good weapon, and I think they should utilize him more. I like this question here from Jeff. What do you guys want to see in the opening scene from Hard Knocks this week? I don't know if it'll be the opening scene, but I'm gonna. I don't know if you saw it, Omar. Uh, Andrew Van Ginkle's wife, Samantha, posted on on Twitter a picture of a gingerbread house uh, making party with a whole bunch of dolphin. Players uh, saw Tua there. And their kids? Jason Sanders. No, Tua and his wife, Jason Sanders. Um, Calvin Munson, Andrew Van Ginkle. Who hosted the party? Uh, I believe it was going to say maybe Calvin Munson based on the Twitter. Calvin uh, Munson just got here. How's he hosting a party? Because he's a former Dolphin player. You remember? He's, this is third, it's, it's his third go around. Yeah, but he ain't got no crib to host a party. I don't, I don't, maybe it was at somebody else's house. I, it I don't was know. not Calvin Munson. Okay, anyway, there were some cool pictures, and there's a whole Calvin Munson probably has a, a bag, a rental car, and a rented apartment. He's not hosting no party. Why are you shaming me like that? I was wrong. Maybe I made a mistake. Sorry. Cal, uh, Calvin Munson, Calvin Munson doesn't even have a third change of underwear. Like, he's not, he's not hosting a party. Okay, anyway, be that as it may, there was a big party. With gingerbread houses, it's the Christmas season. If that ended up being the opening scene, and then considering when it happened, if yeah, that they, this is actually the episode they do have to do all the Christmas stuff because they've been giving each other gifts and and the white elephant gifts and and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, but I think that the opening scene has to be Mike McDaniel setting the agenda. It's going to be one of those boring meeting meeting speeches. Even though they no, actually it won't because they only met. They not met only, first time Wednesday. Well, no. right. and, and not only that, the opening Thursday. scene, the opening scene last week was the beach. It was Raheem yes. at the beach. Yes. That gaming dude. Why did the passing game last year feel more spread out than this year? It did. Because they weren't obsessed with getting Tyreek to two thousand yards, and Tyreek wasn't it? killing people. It's not spread out this year. No, it's not. It's not not diversified at all, and two has to get back to that. Mr. Kelly, despite being a self-professed not non-hat guy, not hat guy, that Expos cap makes for a da- for a dashing Omar. Uh, I'm not a cap guy. It just doesn't. My head is my head is too big for caps. In fact, there's literally only one cap that actually fits me correctly, and it's called a dread fit cap, um, which is there's a there's a lot of hair folks a lot of hair this this hair goes all the way down my back and and unfortunately it makes it very difficult to put a hat on but that added to the beauty of the gesture that you would do that for me yeah 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 amber 
how does it seem the more we talked about Tyreek in 2000, we went away from passing balance. Not enough Waddle. Even Sherfield made a big TD catch last year. Not enough pass balance. This is where I'm going to counter Omar because that's what – I mean, Omar and Amber because that's what I do. Dolphins have been number one in total offense the, pretty much the entire season. They've been in the top three in scoring pretty much the entire season. I don't think lack of balance in the passing game is the issue. Whatever issue they have, the issue they have on offense, if they have one, at times has been turnovers and at other times has been short yardage situations. So, I would say goal line efficiency as well, goal line scoring. But yeah, yeah, to a certain to a certain degree, I don't I don't disagree with that. Lissandro Martinez asked, "Who's the Dolphins' worst player?" Not not going there, not going there. There's no point. Robbie chosen just to piss off Omar. <laughs> On the roster right now, the weakest. Are you really going to answer that? I was joking. Yeah, this answer that. The weakest link would probably be Tyler Croft. Who? Oh, Tyler Croft. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm just thinking like expendable players. Eli Apple. Dude's been an active. Eli Apple's in there. But Eli Apple, I think he could still play better than some of the cornerbacks on the roster. But just because of the circumstances and he doesn't contribute on special teams, I don't think that's really a fair thing to say. Because remember, he was starting at some point. In the season. I know, I know, but I, I just play. hate this Dolphin worst player. That's that's, that's yeah, okay. Maybe I shouldn't have answered it, but you know. Uh, so that's why I prefer when when you turn it around to most expendable and. Uh, What's the update on Albert Alba D's tube? I used to have a girlfriend named Alba Ochoa. I always wondered what the hell happened to her. Um, Maybe we she'll were, chime in. We were like. We were boyfriend girlfriends in elementary school. She went to Hylia High, nice. and I, I always wonder what the heck happened to Alba Ochoa. Alba, if you're out there, chime in with a comment. Yeah. Um. What's up with Holland? Holland basically said he might play, but he's still working his way back from the MCL strains. 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 And I don't think it's going to happen. I, I don't think it's going to happen. I think he's going to be rested for a full month before he's going to be returned to the field. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh... Do we need a new S and C staff? What is it? S and C staff? Um, wait. Oh, oh, strength and conditioning. No. No. I'm not even going to entertain that. Injury is up. I think if if it's the joke as I as I suspect it is, I think I'm sure it is. Fine. I, I I we we are 30 years older than we were when we were boyfriend and girlfriend. Like yeah, I, I, but I I never I always anytime I meet somebody named Alba, I'm like that's such a unique name. It is name. a unique name, yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, yeah, let's address this. Finn's fan for life tour looks like he's about to become a daddy again, baby number two on the way. Yes, if you saw the picture uh, on Samantha's post. Oh, absolutely, yes. Uh, Hannah, oh, Hannah. The, oh, okay, but the baby's not like coming like this weekend. Uh, it looks like it's going to be that long. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nana is clearly showing. I mean, no, she's been pregnant since training camp, so you okay. count. There you go. Right, let's count the months. She's been showing since training camp, so... Here we are five months later. She can't be that far off. Far. Uh, Amber, best offense with high scoring on bad defenses, then back to life against 
their shell and the good defense is selling in on Tyreek to counter back. This is the argument about spreading the wealth on offense. Well, the other guys have to get open. And that's, I think that's part of what we saw in that two minute drill. I, I don't think Tua really intended to throw short in the middle of the field, practically on every down. That's what wound up happening. And I'm going to guess I didn't, I don't recall seeing like the, uh, the all 22 of that. I just watched the regular play, but that's what happens if you guys are not getting opened on the field. So, um, I'm like, I'm in, like, in theory, it's great to be able to have like a lot better, you know, distribution on, in terms of the, the targets. But if, if Tyreek's back and Tyreek's close to being healthy, he's going to be the focal point. That's that's just a fact. Omar, why haven't you been on the Big O show? Mitch, Man, I mean, both. I got fired. Poupart fired Big O. That's why we're not on the Big O show. We're, we, we, we created our own show. Um, and when Big O told us that this wouldn't be profitable or good for us, he was very sadly mistaken. Um, In my case, it was a mutual parting of the ways. No, you got fired. <laughs> you just said five seconds ago I fired. Okay, no, no, no. okay, okay. okay. Yeah, no. I got fired. Yes, you fired him. No, it was a mutual party. I forgot, I forgot. Did I mess with you and tell you that you got fired? Yes, big time. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Damn, I should have stuck with that. Yeah. No, we okay. Let me correct myself. We both got fired. Okay. <laughs> Here you go. Here you go. Stretching the truth again. G Reed, great <laughs> oh, chef. Yeah, I'm well, sorry. go back. Hold on. You're not gonna do do this to me. Great show, fellas. Yeah, except when Omar is doing this crap that he just did. You two have been covering football professionally for years. What made you fall in love with the sport? You want to go first? I really loved basketball. That was my first love. Um, I just really knew football a lot more and a lot better because of my upbringing and exposure to the sport. Um, I, I, you know, I, I played for Walt Frazier, who was a legendary high school coach. Um, eventually helped him out from coaching, learning X's and O's and, and basically being like a helper. Um, and um, then I first guy I covered was Bobby Bowden. And Bobby Bowden really, really, really took a lot of time to teach me the game. And I, I, and I just became very good at it and, and very knowledgeable about it. And really, this was forced on me and just gravitated to it. Forced but. on me. Uh, yeah, I went to cover the NBA. I wanted to be Ira Winderman. Okay. And then I then I realized me and Ira didn't we didn't get along. And he felt threatened by me and basically ran me off. So I was like, okay, I'll go cover the NFL then. Uh for me, it was a just strictly an issue of my father being a very, 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 very good athlete, like borderline, borderline professional level. Uh so grew up. Tennis, golf, baseball. I mean, he no, he was. Dude was in his 60s shooting 75s on a regular basis uh, in golf. Uh, so grew up watching sports all the time. Became a massive jock. So sports was always going to be in the picture. Somehow, probably my first love, maybe baseball, then hockey, then football. Uh, football's the one that that I wound up. Going, I think growing up, I think my childhood dreams. I my childhood dream actually growing up might have been to cover the Expos as a beat writer. Um, after I moved to Miami, that didn't materialize and became covering the Dolphins. I don't know if that answers the question very well, but uh, 
love all sports basically. Uh, Omar, we've been going at it for almost an hour and a half. I think we should yeah. wrap it up. Let's see um, if there are any major. I questions. hate to leave questions on the table, so I'm I'm searching now. Okay. Um, I was just I'm trying to see they're putting out the latest on Tyree Kill, which Who's, is what who's doing that? Uh, Ian Rappaport. Okay, I'm not interested in CJ Stroud. Sorry. If they're going to have their superstar receiver, one of the best yeah, receivers in the NFL, Tyreek Hill hurt his ankle on Monday night with a hip drop. Okay, this is nothing. We don't know. We'll find out at game time. Correct. Okay. Or 90 minutes before game time. Amber again. Hi, Amber. So you're saying Waddle can't get open anymore? Come on, man. Waddle, Burials, Chase. We are getting very predictable now. Name. One good halftime adjustments, we made that work. Amber, I will counter by saying, yes, Waddle can get open. I, I will counter by saying, look at the first drive of the second half for the Dolphins this year. I think you will find an insane success ratio. So, obviously, they're doing something. They got the number one offense all season. What you going to say? Like, right. yeah, I, I think the, the, we're like, – like you can't criticize somebody who's been number one all all damn season. Like it's impossible. Um, no, you, you can, but it's like it's it's getting pretty. Dude, if you yeah. want it to be at the next level to where it's it can get you a Super Bowl, obviously they need to be better in short yardage. I don't think any end goal line. I don't think either of us would argue that. Mm-hmm. But I think that the the issue of di- distribution in the passing game. Again, they've been number one in the in the. What the hell was that? They've been number one. Is that your Pilates or your yoga or whatever? No, um, my neck really hurts. Okay, but sitting sitting in a chair. You know, we've sat in a chair for ninety minutes. We uh, yeah, I'm aware of that. What are your thoughts on the safeties this weekend? Any concerns? Yes, a lot. There you go. Um, uh, and it's going to impact special teams, which is probably why Ethan Bonner's activated. It's going to drastically except impact. There, except there haven't been long returns against the Dolphins for yeah. a while. There was a block field goal last week. Yeah, it, it's still. Both Brandon Jones and Elijah are both key special teams players. So is Duke Riley, and again, uh, and so is Duke Riley. So you just you just took three key special teams player off a unit. There's going to be loss. There's going to be and some struggles. This is where also, well, I don't know about we'll we'll find out about struggles. But this is where the wind's going to play a factor because when Jason Sanders is kicking off against the wind, that ain't going to be a touchback. There'll, there will be kickoff returns to, uh, tomorrow. Ooh, sexy. Okay. Um, oh, really? What? Mount, no. Uh, Mountain Man asks, Omar, why is Claypool not being used? Um, I'm, I'm going to summarize it. They say he knows the offense. Um, they say he's being outperformed in practice by Cedric Wilson. It's either him or Cedric Wilson. Cedric Wilson beats him out um, or has beat him out. Um, Mike McDaniel says he has regrets about not having not using the Claypool package. There's apparently a Claypool, Claypool package. Um, no better time to use it than now. None. Zero. And uh, this is a great opportunity to dust off the Claypool package and put it in utilization. I did see Claypool working after practice um, with a coach. So that was yesterday. Maybe that's a sign that that he knows he's going to be more involved and they're working on getting the finer points. Red Lobster, bro, you know what? 
I do love Red Lobster. Oh, oh. I do love Red Lobster. And you might be motivating me to go go get some oh, Red Lobster. Oh. What, Butter, ain't nothing wrong with Red Lobster, homeboy. Butter City. Butter City. Holy oh, moly. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't I, I didn't know I was on a cholesterol diet. Like oh, yeah, I, yeah, but it's it's I love I mean, it. it just masks the taste. All he tastes is the might as well might as well melt some butter and just drink it. Sorry. No, it tastes better when there's shrimp or lobster involved. Okay, Thank yeah. you, sir. Not a fan. Coach AJ, if we have a major collapse, any changes coming? Absolutely not. Zero. There you go. Uh, I, I'd i be tempted to agree with my... With oh, my like, did I eat anything? I, I'm, I'm sitting here starving myself, Jules. Like, just for you. I, I, I literally am, am, am talked for 90 minutes and have drank two bottles of water like like give me a break brother like uh, okay and, and here's the other thing too also i mean like seriously again do you see like big professional studios with the fancy mics and all that we have we have made the premise all along you're here for the content not the production value even though we've upped it a little bit ever so slightly Listen, you know, two dudes talking football who have done this for a very who have covered the Dolphins. 50 years. Exactly. 50 years combined. Collectively. So just for that, just for that, I think tomorrow for the life, the life post-game show, I'm going to have a, a meal, a keto meal. <laughs> um, 5.15 tomorrow post-game is what we're saying? Yeah, hold on. I want to take care of T here. Thank you, T. But My last look, question. Yeah, let me look at your question. Uh, see if we can find it. It's from T, and then we'll write, we'll call it a day. Yeah, everybody's keeps saying joined. Why are they saying joined? I'm. Uh, I don't understand. Oh, you missed handpick waving. Um, is this this one here? Then I'll see you missed handpick waving. Okay, we'll keep looking for it. If there's a question in here, T. Okay, let me let me go. You want to recognize that those. I made a super chat. You missed. Okay. Sorry, T. No, that's not the one. I keep scrolling up here. No, no, no. T. No, no, no. T. No. Okay, I can't find him. I'm I'm, I'm scrolling up. I'm up to one. No, this is. Ask the question again, T. Yeah, go ahead. Make it simple. Somebody was like, poop sounds mad. I'm not mad. (laughs) I'm not mad. I'm sweep not the mad jets. At all. Absolutely. Let's sweep the Jets. Jets are the only team in the NFL I actually hate. But I, I think the why, the... why do you hate him? Just long history of the rivalry. There we go. Um, Did you find it? I don't, yeah, hate, hate's too strong a word, but I don't like the Cowboys because it's they, they soak up too much, too much oxygen for me. It's annoying. And I have Chiefs fatigue syndrome too. So that's another thing. Here we go. T, can you envision a rhino package including Claypool, Ingold, Brooks, Julian Hill, Cedric Wilson, Durham Smythe to help with injured talent and short yardage. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure you're hoping for a more detailed answer than that. No. Um, Do you know Mike McDaniel? He likes speed. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six. Well, you got too many players on the field anyway, because that's six right there. Yeah. Two or, two or seven, you have five offensive linemen. So that doesn't work right away. Oh, actually, I mean, well, no, you're right. You're right. Six players. You're right. Plus QB plus offensive line. So even if you were any sort of that combination, 
I doubt it. You know, you know one thing the Dolphins have never I have never seen them use under McDaniel in short yard situation? An extra offensive lineman. Have you ever seen them do that? No, but at this point they don't have an extra. Well, actually, you can put Candle Lamb out there. There you go. That, that actually might work. Okay. That's actually a good thought. Okay, Omar, close All it right. out like you do so well. All right, everybody. We thank you for watching. We thank you for supporting. Please like, subscribe, rate, share, tell a friend. Um, we will be here tomorrow for the post game at 5.15, Poupart has said. I will make sure that I'm on time and I won't eat um, just for Jewel. Uh, I'll starve myself because I won't. I'll only have breakfast and I won't eat anything else. Okay. Pick out um, time. And um, I don't eat their food. That food is horrible. But you'll have, but you'll have pizza. It's so cold too. But at, at that point, I'm starving. Um, but I will be on the WQM pregame show at nine o'clock. And please, if you haven't watched a podcast that we've done or listened to a podcast that we've done this week, whether it's Behind Enemy Lines or Friday's episode, go watch it. Go give it a play because brother needs some money. All right. We will see you tomorrow. And keep visiting alldolphins.com. Yes. Where we will have have the info uh, if they downgrade any players to out today. Yeah. Four o'clock, we we should have some action. Yep. Four o'clock, we should have some action that, and we'll be there to explain everything to you. All right, folks. We will see you tomorrow. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.